Welcome to Design Your Destiny, your podcast for tapping into the power of your subconscious mind. In this next few minutes, allow me to show you how to tap into that power so that you can create success with ease, form deeper connections, and have greater presence in your relationships, and most importantly, find peace within yourself. My name is Penny Chason, and I'm your host. The world is waiting for you right now. The world is waiting for you to step into your full identity, to step into your full authentic self and to not hide it. This is my third attempt at recording this podcast episode in this go-round, it's going to be whatever it's going to be. Because this is clearly one of those days where my mind wants to go on to a ramble. I don't know if you've ever had that experience before. But let me share with you where I'm going with this. Society is at an inflection point. Humanity is at an inflection point. And I know that those of you who are listening to this podcast, you are very aware of how important it is to address your personal growth, to address your personal development, to let go of the layers of indoctrination, the layers of beliefs that weren't yours, so that you can appreciate and enjoy life the way that it aligns with your true authentic self so that you can follow your path so that you can live a life that you love, you can live a life that you enjoy, and you can live a life that is fulfilling. I mean, it's our purpose to come into this life and reach a state of self-actualization. And here's the bottom line. We cannot reach self-actualization when we're concerned about our physical safety, our food, our economic status, or any of those other things. And so many people have counted, not everybody, but a lot of people have believed the lies. I'm just going to go there. They have believed the lies of politicians for decades. This is not a new thing. Some younger people are going to be like, oh, this is, you know, all of this has happened in the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. No, for decades, people have bought into the belief that politicians were going to create a government, set up a system that's going to support people and that this was going to happen in a utopian way. By human nature, there are people out there who are greedy. There are people out there who are self-serving. There are people out there who are willing to sell an idea to profit off of it. And here we are with decades of promises being made. And 
in a country such as America, and really most other countries of the world, there should be zero food insecurity. In America, we throw away more food in a day, probably, than gets consumed, if I had to guess. And I say that because back in 2004, I was in Seattle for a conference that I got paid to go to as a grad student. And I had the pleasure, the enjoyment, the satisfaction of being able to go to Pike Place Market. I don't know if you've ever been there. It was just the most awesome place, especially as someone who was much younger. But I was, at the time, married and had children, so I had the perspective of supporting my family. And one morning, as we were walking through the market, they had these huge dumpsters out behind the areas where people were selling fresh fruits and vegetables, where they were selling fresh flowers. And some of the vendors that were selling the fresh fruits and vegetables that were coming in from the port, they were throwing away into the dumpster fruits and vegetables that looked fresher than the stuff that was put out fresh on my supermarket shelves in Connecticut. So what they were throwing away looked better than the stuff that was going out, air fingers quote, fresh onto the shelves in Connecticut. Now, if you went just a couple of blocks away up near the where the mall was, there's a green. There are homeless people in that green. There were people who needed food. There were people who were hungry. And that was 16, I have to do the math, 18 years ago. I can't imagine what it is now, but we waste a huge amount of food here in the U.S. I don't know what happens in other parts of the world, but where I was going with that is that, you know, there are cities in states in this country where there are increasingly higher tax rates. There are supposedly greater access to health care and to food and to shelters and to homes, yet these same places have exploding homelessness because the tax rates are so high that people can't live. So what is the answer here? The answer is not government. The answer is us. Through the way that we choose to use our wealth in the world, through the way that we choose to tithe, and I'm using the word tithe not from a uh, religious church evangelical perspective, but tithing in the sense of giving. That's what tithing is. It's giving in service to others. It has nothing to do with the building a religion, um, a theology, anything like that. It's up to us who are already aware that there is something better. Those of us who are already awakening and or are fully awake to something better to show others that there is a better way. To show others that they can have a life that is fulfilling, that, you know, maybe what it looks like 
is that the way that we do business and the people whom we choose to do business with are other people who are waking up and who have corporate cultures, business cultures, business relationships, relationships with the community that foster service, cultures that foster the importance of the family, whatever that looks like, right? That we're fostering culture where we are encouraging people to go inward, where we are encouraging people to live their life to their values, to live their life to be fulfilled, and not to live their life to punch a clock for X number of hours and you have to get X amount of work done before you punch out. And no, you can't have vacation. Your family's not important. Your service to your job is. That's why we're seeing the great resignation. Because over the course of the pandemic, people realized, hey, I can work from home. I can work from home. I can get the same amount of work done without having to rush around being stressed in the morning, without being stressed in the evenings. I have a little more time for my family. I have a little more peace for myself. And I really think it's time that we reimagine how we work in this country, what those hours look like, what it means. I get really intrigued with the stories that I read of what a work week looks like over in Europe, what maternity leave looks like over in Europe. Am I saying that that's what should happen here? No, but I I find it intriguing. America American workers, American families, even those who aren't working their stay at home, we have to be the most stressed society on the planet. And we can lead people out of this. We can show people there's a better way. But what we have to do first is stay in our work on ourselves, stay in touch with our true authenticity, and not be ashamed to show who we are to the world. Because if we're hiding it, we're doing a disservice. What would you show to the world if you could? What are some of the things that you've been taught to believe about what it means to be productive, to be successful? to create success. What are some of the beliefs you have around that, that if you could change them, you would? And then why not look at ways where you could foster those changes in the different circles that you operate? Whether it's your business relationships, your corporate culture. Because this is a time where we get to choose how we impact and shape the future of the world. It's time for us to step up to the plate. It's time for us to take action. It's time for us to be visible. 
and to stop waiting for someone else to do it for us. Because it's absolutely possible to have everything that you want and to do it without constantly being in the trenches of work. To do it in a way that you can enjoy your life. And it's possible for the people in your life to have that same experience. I wonder what you'll do with these ideas. Will you allow yourself to get curious and just pretend for fun and see what you can come up with and create? Or will you stick with the old paradigm and say, uh, that's not possible because somebody else told you that was the case? I'll be back next week. Until then. Thank you for listening today. If you've enjoyed this episode of Design Your Destiny, I would appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. When you leave a positive review, it's like podcast currency, and we can increase our reach and get the message to even more people that they, just like you, have the ability to design their destiny. And remember, subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.